It's time to pick up the phone. Answer that call. This call is your calling and you can't hide from it or ignore it. That passion you have to help people and make a difference isn't going anywhere. You deserve to get paid and paid well doing work you love and changing lives. Everything in your life has led you here. And now we're here to help you figure out how to make your destiny your reality. Welcome to Six Figure Certified Coach, the podcast hosted by Inner Glow Circle. IGC is an internationally accredited life coaching school created to take your existing professional skills paired with your life experience and turn it into a six-figure coaching business. We've trained thousands of successful coaches and now it's your turn. Let's get focused, get real, and get you six-figure certified. Big thank you to Paperbell, our podcast sponsor. Paperbell is the new tool that powers your online coaching business. Paperbell handles your payments, appointment scheduling, sending files to your clients, contract signing, and more. You can get started with a free account at paperbell.com slash podcast. Welcome back to Six Figure Certified Coach. The podcast with your hosts, Olivia and Katie. Katie. Okay, so tonight, today, this moment. Whenever you're listening to this. We are talking about coaching models. And so we're models, yes. Not like fashion models, Coaching business models. Coaching business models. And (laughs) the beauty and pain of evolving your life as your business and your life evolve. Yes. So really what we're saying is how do you choose a business model? And really, if you're wondering like what's a business model, it means like how do you structure your services? How do you set up your business in a way that serves your clients and also works for you? Right. And also, how do you not like psych yourself out? Because I feel like so often people will say, well, I don't want to do that because when I have kids, that's not going to work. It's like you get to evolve. Like you don't have to set it up from the beginning to be the business that it needs to be in five years or 10 years. First of all, if you're listening to this, no matter what time of year it is, you can go to innerglowcircle.com backslash waitlist. And anyone who ever gets on our coach training waitlist gets a copy of our Six Ways to Six Figures workbook. It's totally free. And it's essentially a guide to help you like look at six different proven effective business models for coaching. And that means like literally we have either done them, our students, our clients have executed on them successfully. So we know they work. Okay. So if you want to pull that up, you can do that. I think it would be helpful for sure if you're listening to this or if you want to do it later. But we're going to talk about coaching business models in terms of like how to set them up and then also how to change them and when you might want to change them in order to, you know, accommodate your lifestyle or your income goals. Yeah, absolutely. I think that we often get impatient or overestimate how quickly things can or should happen in our business. Right. So we might want to start at one phase where we are speaking to an audience of a certain size, right? Like maybe we have like 50 followers or 100 followers, or maybe we have one client or two clients. And we're like itching to get to that point where we have 10,000 followers, 100,000 followers, or, you know, we have 100 clients or 1,000 clients. And at those different levels, the business looks really different. Right. So I think one of the most important questions to ask yourself right from the get-go is who do you want to serve and how do you want to serve them? Mm. Who do you want to serve and how do you want to serve them? Because if you want to serve people on a more intimate level, but you only want to you know, launch big programs, it's not going to feel intimate or you have to find ways to make it feel more intimate. Yeah. 
if you don't want to work with people one-on-one, then like we need to know that information. Yeah. And I have to say, like when it comes to coaching, I actually, and I think you do too, like I'm a big believer that one-on-one coaching is the best way to start, whether you know you want to do that long-term or not. There's so much value in working one-on-one with even one to five clients to start to really hone in on your skills, get actual feedback. Like you can always get feedback at a group event or whatever, but you're going to get much better, stronger, meaningful feedback in a one-on-one relationship. It's like a prototype. Right. And it's like you want to test the model and people Mm -hmm. talk about beta testing and, you know, lowering the price of things. Sure, that's one way to do it. But one way to beta test a program is also to do it at a smaller scale. Yeah. So people often say like, oh, I did a group thing and I only had one of our guests was talking about how her first group program only had four people and her last one, the sixth time she ran, it had 200. Yeah. So you event. Yeah. Yeah. There's no shame in starting on a smaller scale, not just a smaller payment amount to test it. It's actually necessary. And like, this is a completely different business model, but this is what I was thinking about when you started talking about one-on-one. I like got this image of Sarah Blakely when she went to Nordstrom to like show them how Spanx actually worked. And it's like, you see Sarah Blakely and you're like, okay, this is a multi, multi million, billion dollar, billion dollar entrepreneur. Like you see her after, you forget about her before, or maybe you don't even go research it. Yeah, but props to her for always sharing that story too. No, like she does. out of her home. Yeah, that's good. She does. But she started like in her home office, like she will share pictures of this. Yeah. And she was doing it on her own. She was actually going to department stores, trying on the Spanx for them. She had made a prototype. So she didn't go find this huge factory and try to make this thing, you know, giant from the get-go. She was just trying to get like one brand to really believe in her product so that she could start selling. And that's why like it reminds me of like one-to-one coaching. Like it's a prototype. It's like getting that evidence that this actually works. Right. And then having it take off. And there's nothing more powerful than like a legit testimonial. Right. Like it is if you're wondering what to share like on social media or marketing, like testimonials are some of the best things ever. So why not just get them from the jump? So of course, we're going to talk about different business models. But if you're like, where do I start? And you haven't really started yet. Just start with one on one. Just start there and put your you know, full energy, heart and soul into it and see what kind of results you get, see what kind of feedback you get. And you can then literally scale that product, if you will, mm-hmm. to other you know, venues or formats or structures. It can go anywhere, but you have to know what you're great at and you have to know what that kind of like key thing is, that key transformation, that key change that you're able to help facilitate in order to even be able to market on, on a greater scale. Yeah. I'm also thinking of like, I buy a lot of these food brands that are like very specialty and it'll be like this like husband and wife who like their child had celiac disease and then they started making gluten-free cookies and it's like they were just trying to serve their family, Mm. you know, or I I know of this girl who has this um, dessert business that's become huge and like her whole story is that she just had to bring dessert to a party and she put it in these cute jars and like it just became very popular and then she started sharing it on Instagram and it took off from there. And so, you know, these people that you see featured in magazines or they're huge on Instagram or whatever, they started with these very um, individualized experiences. Mm-hmm. And it's like 
a lot of times I think people don't want to do things if it's not going to be big. I know. And it's like the way it gets big is by starting grassroots, starting small. Yeah. And then it catches fire. It catches speed. It catches attention. Yeah. I'm like laughing as you say that because I'm like, oh, it's like in the dating world where you're like, I don't want to go on a date unless I know he's my husband. That's like, so How funny. are you going to know if you don't actually go on the date? Right. So it's like you have to actually facilitate the session or the group or whatever right. it is to see if it works. And if you're baking gluten-free chocolate chip cookies and trying to make it taste like you're, you know like flour filled cookies that you grew up with, it's going to take more than one batch. Like it's you're going to probably going to take a lot to be a yeah, good homemade cookie with you're real white have flour, like baby. But trash you tell me batches. It's the same it. as dating yeah. where you're like, well, I'm not going to even bake if it's not going to be the one. And it's like, well, then you just don't love it enough. I mean, that's a tough pill to swallow, but I believe it. I believe it too. Like if you're not actually willing to put yourself out there, then the you don't love it enough or you don't love yourself enough to just to uncover what's blocking you. Oh my God, Liv. People are always coming to me asking how to make six figures as a life coach. And I'm like, what? Like it's hard? It's easy if you just go to class. To get our free class on how to make six figures in your coaching business, all you need to do is text the words six figures to 813-212-8869. Again, text six figures to 813-212-8869 to get our free class on how to make six figures as a life coach today. Now let's get back to the episode. I remember Yikes. like one of my very early clients hired me to like she wanted to get married. Okay. And she wanted to like, she wanted to like find a partner. There was no conversation about like dating. It was like she just was very committed to the end result. So arranged marriage. <laughs> we created a project plan. Of, I'm like, okay. So like I was obviously being like sort of rhetorical, but I wanted to put the onus on her and like have her generate the project plan. So I'm like, okay, well, what becomes before marriage? Like for you, it's different for everybody. But she was like getting engaged. And I was like, okay, and what becomes what comes before getting engaged? She's like, probably dating a year. I'm like, okay, great. What comes before dating a year? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, you probably have to like date like, a day, an hour, <laughs> like date multiple people yeah, too. Yeah. And she was like, oh no, 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 no. I, I can't do that. Like how would I date multiple people? I don't have any prospects. And I'm like, okay, then the next step is getting prospects. Like how would yeah. you do that? And I'm like, well, what about dating apps? And she's like, absolutely not. And it's like, okay, guys. That's like people are like, I want to have a coaching business. Okay, so why don't you market yourself? No, I don't I don't like to post on social media. I don't like to go to events. I don't like to leave my home. Right. But you have that's true. There's people plenty of people that. that I swear do not leave their home that are very successful on social media. Though. Right. So you gotta have one or the other. You have to be willing to like yes, but share. You've always been a huge proponent of this, which is not doing anything that you don't like. <laughs> Why am I here? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my I god, that's it. so mean. I'm joking, but no, I mean, if you, it's not a long-term strategy. Like, I don't like doing certain things of business or parenting, for that matter, or keeping a household, for that matter. But you know, you have to be willing to do some things that you don't particularly like because you, the result is actually 
you much more valuable than well, you're doing gonna, the little thing you don't like. You're going to be a lot better if you find a marketing avenue that you enjoy. Right. Like I like writing. So I do really good at our email marketing, for example. Yeah. I don't mind that. I enjoy it. But if I had to do something every single day that I didn't like in terms of marketing, right, it would not be sustainable. But we've also created a company based on the things that we like and the things that we're good at. Right. So you do have to ask yourself, those questions. But that also guides you to your business model. Yeah. What do you actually like doing? And I would say when it comes, if you really love one-on-one coaching, I actually don't think you need a massive Instagram following or any type of social media following. I mean, I didn't have any following when I built my one-on-one and neither did you. It was all built on referrals and personal emails and connections and talking to people. And, you know, you've heard it a million times before, but telling one person every day what you do. Yeah, I'm just going to say that. So, I mean... I am a person who likes to be out in the world and talking too much to people about, you know, whatever. So that kind of worked for me. Obviously, Mm -hmm. if you want to grow courses that, you know, reach hundreds and thousands of people, you need a bigger audience, a.k.a. more leads. So you have to get more creative. Yeah. So let's talk about different coaching models. Okay. So we kind of talked about the one on one. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the first one, like what the one-on-one coaching model. Right. Which is just meeting with people individually. It could be in person. It could right. be over the phone. It could be over Zoom. So your first coaching package was four months, four sessions, 600 a month. Mm-hmm. So it's a four-month contract. You met weekly with your clients. Mm-hmm. We always recommend weekly to start as well because it helps you practice and get really good at goal setting and accountability and all of those different coaching um, tools yeah. and techniques that are really important to evolving your skills and ultimately having results. Yeah. Which we do say all the time is like the best marketing is being really great at what you do. And if that's the case, you get great testimonials that do a lot of the legwork for you. Yeah. So my first one-on-one, I would, I charged a little less because I thought I wasn't as good as Katie. Oh, that's Remember funny. That? So I did, it was like 500 a month for four sessions or 250 a month for two sessions. It was so basic. Like things are so complicated now. We have very simple coaching packages. I still believe in that. I do too. I don't like all the bells and whistles. Yeah. It's confusing. Yeah. And then the next step from that is like next step in scaling would be a group program. A group program. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think a group program is typically priced lower than one-on-one. Right. Not always, but typically priced lower. And it's a great way to also fuel into your one-on-one coaching practice. I mean, the first group program I did had 10 people in it. It was yeah. very inexpensive, like $100 a month. I think the first one I did had like three. So perhaps you. Well, it was like $100 a month. It was like a... People use um, these different tiers of access to be able to reach different people. Yeah. Or people that just have different needs, right? So like if some clients, it's in their budget to spend 600 or 800 or 1,000 or more a month to work with you one-on-one, right. that's great. If that's not in your in their budget, we want to help have another way for them to work Well, with and you. that's because to us, accessibility is a value of ours too. And being able to, you know, reach all different kinds of people with different ideas and goals. And I do think that there are some companies, like I always think about that whole saying about like Lamborghini doesn't have commercials because their ideal clients are not watching TV, Mm. you know? And so you do, if you, you may want to have more high end type of things, that's okay, but you have to kind of think about it. And I think for us, we've always felt an importance and a commitment and a responsibility to make ourselves accessible. That's why we have a scholarship fund. That's why we have products and courses that range from like $100 to 
you know, $12,000 and mm -hmm. everywhere in between. And I think that's something to take a look at for yourself. If you really want to work with specific populations that may typically not have the funds, even though, you know, we believe where there's a will, there's a way, but sometimes giving them that access at a lower investment level yeah. can be the thing that catapults them to be able to do the thing that they've been wanting to do and, you know, potentially even afford to invest at a higher level with you or hire you one-on-one -on -one after. Yeah. The other thing is that every offering is also a different experience. Yeah. So working with you one-on-one -on -one is going to be a different experience than working with you in a group, but it's not necessarily better. It depends right. what you, what, what your client needs in the moment, right? So let's say you have a client who like one thing that they're struggling with is connection and community, then actually offering them the group program might be a better solve for what yeah. they're trying to figure out in their life. I think you make such a good point too, because you can have a lot of different ways to work with you. And mm -hmm. although we say like start just with one-on-one, -on -one, you could have a digital course, mm -hmm. you could have an event, you could have a group program, mm -hmm. you could have one-on-one. -on -one. And sometimes people get on the phone with a consultation and they're like, so now you can sign up for this or you can sign up for this or you can sign up for this or you can sign up for this. And I'm like, huh? I really believe in matchmaking. You should make the recommendation. Yeah. That's why it's called a coaching consultation. consultation because you're actually consulting with them as the expert service provider on which coaching service or container, if you will, yeah. is the best for them to be able to create the results that they desire. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think also that's just a little quick uh, sales call tip for you. Don't give them everything. Tell them, listen, after our conversation, I really feel like you are the perfect fit for the small group that I have starting next week. Blah, blah, blah. And here's another idea, right? Because like you have to think about your own business and your own business goals as well. Let's say someone is genuinely a match for one-on-one, -on -one, but you also really think that they would benefit from the community. You could give them like, a package where they mm -hmm. get one-on-one -on -one with you. Let's say if your normal prices are 600, they get that for 600. And then if the group's normally 200, you just give them the group plus one-on-one -on -one for 700. So you yeah. give them a hundred dollar discount, right? Yeah. So you can customize this. Like it's your business. Yeah. Don't miss that. Like yeah. that's the whole point. And you get to help, help people understand <clears throat> What's going to help them get their needs met in the coaching process? Mm -hmm. Maybe the group is a place where you plug, you know, either people who can't make the one-on-one work, one -on -one work or people who really need community. Maybe it's a place where a lot of your past clients go when they quote unquote graduate from one-on-one -on -one coaching. And you think that plugging this person into that, but you also know the one-on-one -on -one is important, then you can customize that. Yeah. Yeah, you at the end of the day run the show. That's why you're in business for yourself. Yeah, How exactly. So as you evolve, you know, your business gets to evolve too. And yeah. I think that's one of the things that scares people. One of the things that makes them take themselves out of the game prematurely is because they get like all psyched out about, well, what if this happens? Like, yeah. you know, what if I want to work less at some point in my life? Or what if I you know, what if the kids like with COVID, I feel like it's been such a thing of like, what if the kids are home from school or I need to homeschool again? Well, and that or was one of the things like after I had my first son and was pregnant with my second, I was like, oh, we're going to have to make some digital courses, right? Yeah. Like, I, and one way to do that is of course to, you know, record by yourself in a studio or in your office or in your closet or wherever it works. And 
Or you can also, you know, use a recording from a group program, which I think people miss out on sometimes. It's like if you're going through all this content in a group coaching thing, you know, pull the audio, get it edited, and you have the content of a digital course. So you have to think like that too. But I remember, you know, that was something really important. Like I want something to be able to sell easily while I'm, you know, working less. I would say maternity leave, but I didn't really go on maternity leave. I just worked less. Do you think your purpose in life is to create invoices or remind your clients that they have more appointments to schedule? Not at all. You're a coach because you love creating transformation for your clients. And that's why you need to check out Paperbell. Paperbell powers your online coaching business, payments, appointments, contract signing, client management, and more. It's so simple to use and will give you so much relief and ease in your coaching practice. You just send your clients one link, one link, and Paperbell does all of the admin and onboarding. Your client pays you, they sign the contract, they self-schedule their appointments, and you can even add an intake survey or deliver a welcome packet. Paperbell does it all. It's like having a VA that's there 24-7. And it's so quick and intuitive to set up, even if you're not tech savvy. Paperbell is a one-stop shop that does all of the boring admin stuff so you don't have to. Get started with a free account at paperbell.com slash podcast. Can you define for people what a digital course is? Yeah. So a digital course is essentially a course that's delivered over the computer. Um, It's typically something that is self-paced that you, you know, review or watch or listen to or download the workbook and type into it or print it out or whatever on your own time. Um, Typically, they're like in some type of portal, although I've seen a lot of great courses by influential coaches that are simply delivered like as a Google Drive folder. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's not necessarily the fanciness of the portal or the delivery, Mm -hmm. but it's the content and the content's ability to create transformation. And I just wanted to say that in there because I think people think digital course, they're like, I don't know how to do the tech, but you could set it up inside of a Facebook group. You could set it up inside of a Google drive. The first course I ever did was you had to call into a conference line. There was no video even. And then every like Monday, I can't remember when the calls were, but I know Mondays I like sent out like the weekly workbook and it was just a Google Doc attachment and an email from my Gmail. Yeah, that's what mine was when we did Ready, Set, Glow. That's right. It was like we would upload things to, I think, the Facebook group. Yeah. And And that's fine. And it worked, right? So again, like you can evolve. And when, if and when you decide to get a, you know, bigger platform or up level your tech, you can always raise your prices a little bit. Of course. I actually think that's sense. fine. And yeah, I think that if you're smart as a business person, you'll you'll be taking some of your profits or some of your and revenue and reinvesting it in the, you know, higher level production or having, you know, a video crew or whatever it is that you need. But yeah, it's like don't let the big picture two years from now stop you from having something going right now. Yeah. Because I do think there's so many women who could really benefit from an extra $500 a month. Yeah. So if you're nurturing five women paying you $100 a month in a Facebook group with a live coaching call every week, that could change a lot of lives. Right. And it could and also it, it grows. Grow. Yeah. But you have to do it at those initial levels. I know. To and get people it to think grow. that's like not good enough. And well, it's like perfect. It, it I know. It's weird like that people are so afraid of like 
having a small audience yeah. or like having a few people. And everyone that I've ever listened to talk about this that's like has gained massive success like says the same thing, which I also believe, which is like you basically have to treat your very small audience like they're like yeah. your, your Ted's like – You're on a stage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, it doesn't matter if the audience is small in the beginning. Like the, it should be. Right. You're starting something new. Right. How would it ever I not I mean, be? I personally wouldn't want to be in front of a massive audience when I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Well, that's the other thing. People like will say like, if Oprah called tomorrow, would you be ready? And like a lot of times the answer is like, no. I mean, I don't know. Right. So it's like, <laughs> you know, but but you have to think about, okay, getting yourself ready. Like I think sometimes, I don't know if the right word is like egotistical if, or if we're just like, we overshoot ourselves or like we just think that we need to be somewhere where we're not yet. Yeah. And I think like the best thing is like consistent like growth year over year. Yeah. Like you're growing a little bit in these areas. Right. I always think like when we're talking to new students about enrolling and training and they're like, okay, but how do I make money? And it's like if you had one client you know, say they were more like on an Olivia side or I actually polled the community, the IGC community a couple of days ago about like what they started charging for coaching versus what they charge now. And like say there, you know, we had a lot of great stories and info. Maybe I'll screenshot and share some of that when this episode comes out. But, you know, say you even start really low at like a hundred dollars a session. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you see you're for, charging four hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Right. If you have $400 a month coming in just for month one and your only commitment to yourself is to get one new client every month, Mm -hmm. right? By the third month, you have three clients and then you're adding another one and you have four and maybe the first client doesn't renew, but the second Mm -hmm. one does. And you can really start to see like that things are stacking. Right. And I think that people are like, I want to hit 10,000. It's like, well, you have to get a hundred first. You have to get a thousand first. Yeah. So like maybe not baby steps, but steps like you have to take steps and you have to understand that it doesn't happen overnight, but it will happen. Yeah. One client a month. It's like for me, it just I wish someone had told me that from the beginning because I was like, I need six clients to quit my job, you know, and I'm like. I needed six. Like you're not gonna, you're not necessarily gonna get them all on the same day, you know. Right. But I'm, if I if I had thought to myself, okay, I'm gonna get one client month one, and then two more months. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like just, yeah, yeah. Building is how it's done. I think we just get lost in the fog of it all sometimes and can't really see that that's how everyone's doing it. Hi, it's Kalia, IGC coach training grad and six figure certified coach. I know you're here listening to these incredible stories of successful coaches and wondering, when will it be my turn? I'm sure you entered this year with the goal of finally stepping into your purpose. And there is no better way than enrolling in IGC's internationally accredited coach training program. Enrollment is open now and it is your turn. So take the first step by going to innerglowcircle.com forward slash call right now and book a free call with me. Your six-figure certified story starts today. And then sometimes there's tipping points, right? Where like you gain more publicity or you get a ton of referrals or like one client's obsessed with you and they share you to all your friends. Yeah. And all of a sudden you get like a ton of like an influx of of clients and growth. And those those are such important moments. They can be so pivotal. But they also aren't the things to be, like, living for. Right. Like, we can't be just, like, living for the day that, like, Kim Kardashian retweets us or whatever. 
I don't even know what the value in that is anymore. But and also, there's you can navigate yeah. that. That's a champagne problem, right? Oh, you have too many people that want to work with you. Here's a five hundred dollar deposit form. You can start in three months. Thank you. Right. Hold your spot, baby. Like, yeah. That's a good problem to have. Yeah. So as you grow, as you get older, and I mean like mature in your business, you are going to change. Your business is going to change with you, but you have to be the one that's working with it and evolving it. So the model that you started with day one might not work for you on day 300 and how many days are in a year? 365. 365. Don't you remember when we watched that movie on Netflix? No. Okay. We'll talk about that later, but- um, what works for you on day one might not work for you, you know, at the start of your second yeah. year. However, that does not mean you trash your business. No, I actually think you keep a lot of your business, the, the, you know, whatever message you've been talking about, whatever transformation you've been talking yeah. about potential. I, you know what? I have like this thing though. I hate when people like change the name of their program over and over and oh, over yeah. again. Like they're like launch a group program, only get like two or three people in it. They're devastated. Now they have to relaunch it called something else. I'm like, I actually think it's better practice to launch the same thing again and again, because eventually people are going to be like, damn, this thing is still happening. That's maybe I should be paying attention. Yeah. I think it's like the consistency that. Right. And it, that gives people FOMO. Yeah. And like, yeah, of course. Sometimes branding. I look at program names and I'm like, what the hell does that even mean? Right. But I'm like, I've been seeing it for four years now, so it must mean something. Right. The last thing I want to mention, because I feel like we get this so much and I think you're this person, I'm this person. You know, one of the things that a lot of our students want to do and people who have a passion for personal development and coaching and self-help and blah, 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 they want to speak, right? They want to be speakers. They Mm -hmm. want to host these beautiful events and create these, you know, spaces for women to come alive and feel something. And I do think that sometimes it does take a lot of connection and practice to really kick off a a speaking career. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be willing to put yourself out there. You also have to have content. And I think you have to have practice. And I do think that building speaking into your coaching business is something that a lot of our students do, whether they're speaking on TikTok or Instagram at first or recording Mm -hmm. videos of themselves Mm -hmm. and then being able to monetize though through the one-on-one coaching or through the group programs and even events. Like we've hosted many events before and although they're great for leads and they can be great to you know, get material and content and and share the message. They're not always big revenue generators. Right. So you want to keep that in mind too. It's a great way to build your platform and gain more leads. But at the beginning, it may not be a huge revenue generator. So having that, you know, mixed business model, or we say like a little bit of everything or whatever it's called in the workbook, but you know, it is, you can still pursue those other passions and have, you know, your one-on-one clients that are kind of, you know, paying the mortgage, if you will. Yeah. Well, it's also like, we've said this in previous episodes, but like having multiple streams of income. Yeah. Like your business could within itself have multiple streams of income. Yes. And you're going to hear from another woman coming up on this podcast who started in coaching and then she branched out into other streams of income, including like uh, real estate investing and other types of impact investing. And that'll, you know, it's like not even just about coaching, really. It's like the sky's the limit. And yeah. I think, um, you know, once you know that you have a solid money maker, you're able to really get creative and pursue those other areas that you're interested in. I love that. Keep evolving through your business. Let yourself grow, but don't let yourself or your business go. Let's face it, the world needs you and your clients are waiting. 
This is the year you make it happen and become a six-figure certified coach doing exactly what you were called to do. If you loved this episode, give us a five-star review and share it with someone else who's ready to make moves and answer their calling. We can't wait to see you next week and help you make your first or your next six figures as a certified coach.